What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. first episode in the new space i am what do you think man i think it's fucking awesome i think it's i'm so incredibly pumped right now like it looks it looks great it feels great so far it sounds great after i cleaned it up enough to make this happen today and kind of set my ass down here and looked around going this is actually better than i thought it was going to be yeah it's a lot cooler than i thought it was going to be and I thought it was going to be really cool in the beginning, and it's even cooler now. But and it's still not even finished. Like, no. like we were saying, it's about seventy-five percent done. But everything's well, walled in, and now you can actually hear. The, you can hear an airplane yeah, because we're in the upper level. Yeah, we're, we're the 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 medicine level, so to speak. It makes it sound more important at an airport than with aviation. Well, it almost sounds like we're reporting from wartime or something like right, that. Right, like, Edward R. Merrill. What what was it? What were the stories he did? He did it in the World War II. I don't. I don't know, man. I, I wasn't alive. Back I wasn't then. alive then either. Are you sure? Edward R. Murrow was like in England reporting. I think that's how he got his got his start. I did not know that. I'm pretty sure about that. Okay, like, is that that's the George Clooney guy, right? Yeah. The yes, <laughs> that's he. But he didn't do Edward R. Murrow. I mean, he didn't. He, that that's true method acting. <laughs> is when you sleep with the subject. Right. I uh, know the guy that did Edward R. Murrow was. Um, I should know this guy's name, and because I, I love him as an actor, and it's terrible that I don't know. I know that you know. If you Sam, saw Sam Elliott, <laughs> no, if you, if you saw a picture of him, you'd go, "Yeah, that's that guy." Patrick Swayze. Nope he was uh, he was also in uh, a League of Their Own. He was the man. Tom of, Hanks. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks was in Edward R. Murrow. Frank he, Marshall. He, that was, he, was that, he the chocolate guy. In, uh, no, in a league of their own, guy. not chocolate, not chocolate racially, chocolate like he, no, no, he owned that, a chocolate. That company. was the that was Mr. Uh, Harvey from as yeah, a Harvey, Harvey House, Harvey Bar. No, that guy that worked for him, he was also in David Strathairn. Yes, I think that's him. He's also in. Uh, he was in the uh, River Wild with yeah, uh, with Meryl Streep. What's that football? Uh, 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 we are Marshall. He was also in We. Yes. Whoa. That was that was your. Uh, oh, it let go. Your vent. We, we have some technical thing to work gonna, through. <laughs> that scared the bejesus out of me. I thought a pterodactyl, excuse me, a pterodactyl. It uh, opened. We have a ghost in here. We don't have a ghost in here. You have mechanical failure. You oh. Discovery Channel watching ass. <laughs> I don't watch that anymore at all. No, well, because th- there's nothing to discover on there except how many fucking child molesters you can squeeze into the Duggar family. People, people That's watch not this. nice. Anyway, so here we are in the new space. We're... Uh, we are overlooking the uh, the facility, which is kind of cool. It's uh, big open windows. I love it. Not open windows. They're not open, but they're big windows. <laughs> These are like 6 by 5 and 5 by 5 windows. There's four of them, right? You're going to talk three. about the windows every time, aren't we? No. At least I'm until not. it gets old because it's not old for me no. yet. One thing we did discover that you said you brought it up and I was going to try it anyway. He said, hey, does your remote work from here to open up and close a big door? I don't know. So I tried it and it does. It works from right here. We can open and close that door. That's kind of cool. Now we just need a refrigerator and a shitter and we'll be fine. The refrigerator is going to be easy. It's, it's going to be not, not a problem. And some music, a music uh, source we're talking about. But soon, the no one really gives a shit, but soon we're going to have the hanging, you know, if the monitor uh, uh, mounts up here, that'll be within a few days. And then we've got to buy a couple big old, big old monitors. One of our uh, former or re- most recent guests, uh, Mr. Trace Turner, uh, he said, You're, y'all are like Joe Rogan, but with uh, less bad guests and a better-looking studio. He said less bad. I didn't correct him and say fewer. Fewer. 
<laughs> Actually, this this studio, when it's finished up, would would kind of rival his. I, I guarantee his it. Place. Well, because he does have the seventy five foot archery range, and you technically could do that in here. Yes, right. E- easily. What's well, one hundred twenty feet? Is yeah. that what it is? Is one hundred twenty yeah. feet? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, we could fly around little electric. We could the radio would go through the windows. We could sit here and fly drones through here, out in that space. Little yeah, it wouldn't be like a, a static camera. We could actually do live shots, which would be boring. And, we, we have the cameras on the drones out on the outside of the windows, looking into the studio. The, we're no longer going to be producing quality content. It's just going to be <laughs> drone videos with uh, with really like really bad um, free music on it. Right. But, okay, so here we are. It does sound a little bit different. I know we have some pretty powerful software to take care of that, but it does sound different. My voice seems it, to sound different. It, it does sound different. There's also, there's no, uh, what do they call that, a high or low latency echo mm. um, is is not, it's just non-existent. Because we have, is, we have taller ceilings and some insulation. That's it makes our voices sound flat, I think, per- personally. Not flat like pitch flat, just like flat like there's hardly any depth to them. And I think that's a good thing because so you're would, getting pure voice. This would be a good space to have uh, musical guests come in and play acoustic uh, and sing, I think. Don't you think? Absolutely. Naked, of course, yeah, always. Like I'd yeah. be naked? Or? Like, well, I mean, we'd all be naked. Leonard can sure. be naked. It'll yeah. be fine. Yep. The Naked Show. The Naked Show. Oh, God. But uh, So here we are. We're happy about it. Just let you know. All right, so it is now. Uh, oh, wow, there was some big stuff going on. I wanted to talk about. I forgot what it was. There's one big thing that I wanted to bring up just okay. real fast. Go ahead, because uh, I read it while you were doing uh, doing your whatever you know, I was doing. business stuff. Oh, uh, Derek Chauvin was uh, sentenced today. Twenty two and a half years. Oh, that news just broke about an hour ago. Well, yeah. I'm sure they'll appeal it for right? George Floyd. I well, I mean, yeah, they could, but. I don't see that happening. I'm sure they'll appeal. It's 22 and a half years for murdering somebody on camera while you're a police officer. Like, yeah. He's getting off it, light, sort it, of, in like, a way. Whether you want to agree with it, call it murder or not, or if it was procedural problems, somebody was alive. That morning he was alive, and that evening he was dead, and it was because of what he, what Derek Chauvin did, period, end of story. And everybody saw Autopsy came, report came back. There's no, like that. There's, there's, there's no two ways about it. One human took another human's life, whether it was an accident or whatever, and he got 22 and a half years. The state maximum for it is thirty. I'd say he's doing pretty fucking good. Yeah, you know, like he, he the the punishment fits the crime to me. So personally. how does That's that I, work? I we all know if you're a oh, uh, well, he killed a big black dude. I'm just gonna cut to the chase. He's going to prison. You know, when the, if you fuck oh, with a child, in, he's been in sole custody. That I, that was or not sole custody. Jesus Christ, he's been in <laughs> solitary confinement since the trial started. Since he was because they know he's going to have a problem. Oh, absolutely! They can't put him in general population. You kidding me? <laughs> they they would murder him almost as fast as they would murder a child molester. Like if they had the the choice between killing him first and a child molester, I'm pretty sure they would do both of them at the same He'd time. He'd be like a what's the animal? Don't give a fuck. You know, they honey badger. People be hunter badgering and they'd be ripping him apart and stuff. I, and I like I'm fairly certain probably why they're alive. They'd be dismembering him. Twenty two and a half years in solitary to me, and I'm I'm one of those people. I'm one of those bleeding hearts. Solitary confinement, there's a reason why most modern countries don't use that because you're not rehabilitating anybody. That's true. You're, you're not. You're there's creating, no hope. You're taking yeah. a person who already has mental health problems, most likely, right. and exacerbating them by putting them in a cell for 23 hours a day. But now, like, as a punishment for shit that you do inside, absolutely, but not in perpetuity. Like they did, uh, like, uh, what's his face? Uh, Charles Manson. Do you think he got less fucking crazy? 
Being no. in solitary for 30 fucking years? No. 40 years almost? Probably not. Until he just finally died. Now, granted, that's solitary confinement is a place where you throw... It's like a... Oh, Shannon, you're welcome for this. It's called an oubliette. Wow. Oubliette is literally forgetting place. It's uh, where you put something or someone that you just don't... You just want to forget that they exist. It's like a, in, it's a, a, in a bad way? Yes, in, in a bad way. Like, uh, like, uh, do you remember? Um... Okay, let me tell you what I did. Oh, okay. After my father, I'm serious about this. Oh. Like, after my father passed away, I did not want to be reminded of. There were photographs I had in my yep. in my house and stuff. So I just would turn them flat down. I put them in a closet, and I just didn't want to you put them in a box because I, I, I couldn't. Ha- I couldn't yeah. take. I couldn't handle it. Absolutely. So, so now that's not an. It's that's not, not the same thing. It's, it is the same thing. Oh. It, it is. It would be. I would say that that's the same thing. Okay. So an oubliette is like you can't fucking kill the person or you can't throw that stuff away because you should keep it because sure. of pictures or it's a human, you know, in that case. We'll just talk about anything that you don't want to see or hear from potentially ever again, but you may revisit it at a And at it a might be in an emotionally uh, – It's an emotional oubliette. Way, too, could be, or, a, oh, that guy's an asshole. It, I don't want to see that. Jungian uh, psychology has uses the term oubliette for a place in your brain where you put things you that you – want to forget you put it quote unquote quote, out of your mind okay. you know per, put it out of mind for a while but you can't forget it forever right but like do you remember the movie first night oh yeah okay remember where they put her inside that old castle yeah and there was a movable platform and it was just like an open pit no bars nothing that explain that it's called oubliette that's what he he called it, he called oubliette. it the, okay. the oubliette. oubliette o-u-b-l-i-e-t-t-e gotcha and Shannon Hamilton, who you've met, one of you know, fan of the show. Her and her and her dude Corey listen to us. Hamilton. She Hamilton. She. <laughs> I've heard her use that term before, and it like made me even more respect the shit out of her, like right. than I already do. Oubliette. But Oubliette anyway. could sound like it could be like an additional one of those weird little additional forks at a fancy dinner. You have no idea what to this do. This is the with. Oubliette fork. I forgot what it's <laughs> for. <laughs> God, we're just full of shit today. <laughs> Certainly. Um, uh, Can we just say that the view from the new podcast studio is kind of stellar because well, we're looking out over... It's, it's kind of distracting. Oh. Joe brought this up, and I said, look, we're going to get used to it. You get used to everything eventually. Even if someone just punches you every day, you get used to it. So <laughs> Yeah, they make Lifetime movies about that. <laughs> um, oh. now, now we're kind of looking out, and it's just... It's a new view because before we were... We could focus on each other more, right? That's right. It was more of an oubliette. <laughs> If you will, forgetting the outside world, it's not. It's right. like a self oubliette, right? And now we have stuff to look at. We can see what's going on. If someone walks in, if something's going on, we kind of are more aware of it. Yeah. So no more weird visits by the FedEx or UPS guy. Right. Which remember that one guy that came in? He was very weirded out by it. Yeah. He was like, "Hey, man, you're on the show," and he's like, "Okay, I just want to go home. <laughs> I have bush light at home. Just Leave please, me alone. can I just sign this? Can I get to go home? Please shoot me in the face right now. <laughs> that." <laughs> But now we just wave at them, and we can close the door, and we can open the door and close the door on people right now. Yeah, remotely. There is a door. Yeah, there there is a door and windows. This you you made this house a home. <laughs> you need a big live laugh love thing. Oh my up god! Here. <laughs> what is the worst one of those that exists? That, that was one of the early ones, of course. Live laugh podcast, laugh love podcast. That'd be kind of funny to have something like live that. laugh Rogan. <laughs> yeah, and we have. We have Mr. Musk. This is kind of comforting. I think this is kind of comforting. You, you, you folks need to come here and see the weird shrine that Paul has created <laughs> uh, with the gigantic print of Elon Musk smoking a, a, a blunt. 
on Joe Rogan's podcast. The famous moment when he in, in the stock market plunge and people freaked out and they kicked him out of being CEO and I think he because yeah. that was what happened. Well, and then so this it, is this is a this is a public in the, this is a, a and, pop culture moment. Right and here. in the smoke of the blunt, it says six percent. And that's how much Tesla is. It's Tesla stock. Drops? Actually, see, I thought it was said ninety six percent. It does look like a nine. And if it? you look up ninety six percent, Elon Musk is something like he claims he's ninety six percent cyborg, or something like that. There's oh, something I found. Okay, I thought it was six percent like valuation I, that not, Tesla lost when he went off when he smoked that, weed. That could have been it too. Okay, but then I looked up ninety six percent and I found there was a reference there where he was talking about yeah, I'm ninety six percent cyborg. So I think so. What I, I we'll have to look that up. We will have to look that up. But you know why it's uh, why it's that big? Because it has to be. Because the first one you bought was too small. Because I couldn't get a bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it is. It's, it's it's sixty inches by forty inches. Oh, I believe such a size queen gains. Take a picture of it so we can post it on our uh, on our uh, facey bookie. The the face bookie. It's like from where you are. Just take a nice. You have to hold your phone sideways, don't you think? Nope. Nope. All right. No, because it gives more depth. I got gotcha. you. I don't know. There we go. It says he's living now in Brownsville, Texas, in like a $50,000 house. That's what he claims. Well, in Brownsville, Texas, a $50,000 house is bigger than your hangar. Right. It's, well, it's not Because it's Brownsville. Have you yeah. ever been down there? I don't want to go there. It's it not, says far. It's, it's not. It's it, humid. It's hot. It's sticky. It's But it is right by the Oceon. So it that's, is. That true. is nice. It's where they're doing all the rockety things. So, But you got to wonder how many days a week Mr. Musk spends in that $50,000 home uh, yeah, in Brownsville. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So... He says he's just he just uh, sold his last home in California. He had a f- several there. I think he just got rid of his last one. I love to hear about him downsizing. Well, All right. Again, what does that really mean? You know what I mean? If you're if you were him, well, you, you could stay at whatever hotel you want. People probably you probably stay at people's homes if he's visiting. I would stay at, at, at like Airbnbs and stuff like that. Just I would I would not probably not own a home unless I had. Well, I take that back. Actually, I would do like Richard Branson and just buy an island. Sure, that's what I would have. And then you know he. That's passive income for him. He rents that whole island out. Like, you can rent it out. It's like $18,000 a day or something like that. Right. He gets a whole fucking island. Boats. There's a small amphitheater there. Like, they're, like I, if I had, if I had, like we've talked about, fuck you money, that's exactly what I would have. You have an oh, island buy, and then I, rent it out? And, and, and rent it out when I'm not there. But I, but when I need a place to get the fuck away from everybody. It'd be perfect for and, you to do that. And then you can live on a, you could travel on a sailboat, do like a two or three month thing. On a sailboat, and then while you're gone, you're renting it out. Now you're talking. There you go. Now you're talking. Yep. And then when I'm not on the boat, I can rent out the sail. I would never and rent out the sailboat. And you could come back and sail up to your island and be like a couple miles away. We have these great big bullhorns on your boat. And then just announce that you're coming. And by the time you arrive, you want everybody gone. Wow. <laughs> and just watch. And that way, everybody can leave from the other side of the island. I right. have my own private dock. Right. <laughs> I, it reminds me of the Tom Segura bit where he's like, I, I sometimes stay up late at night shopping for things that are way outside of my range, and I get a little too entitled thinking, I'm going to make it big someday. It was like his first comedy special. He's <laughs> like, I wonder what kind of passenger, what kind of or what kind of private jet would best fit my needs. <laughs> Let's bookmark that for later just in case. And he just goes through like this ridiculous shit. And yes, that that is, I do that uh, too often sometimes. <laughs> But you you know that Mr. Musk doesn't just have one house in Brownsville, Texas. But he he's not doesn't talk about where else he lives right now. So yeah, who knows? well, and I wouldn't I wouldn't blame him. He's got nineteen kids and whatever. Yeah, where are they? If he's selling all of his homes in California, I don't know, man. They're, they're not gonna be in that little home. It, there's, there's a picture of it. It wasn't it could that just, big. 
bring him with him. I don't know. I I have no idea. I don't get that deep into Neither Elon Musk. I know you do. Yes, I'm, you do. Well, no, I'm just. You can g- name all nine of his kids. I can't at all. Oh, I see. I don't know. I, I assume I, there's like Piper and Chloe or something like that. Or and then I, I really don't know. I, I can't even remember the, how to pronounce the one weird kid's name that he had with the uh, yeah with Grimes or whatever. Yeah, are he and Grimes still hanging out? I don't know that either. I, I, don't, I don't know. Care. I don't keep up on it. We maybe we should. We do have the our Lord and Savior Elon Musk looking over. But what's our cool about here. this also is that it's like another person is there on the microphone. That's why this was good for this space. No, I, it's perfect. Yeah, and, and but it's also hilarious that you uh, purchased it. Presumably, while intoxicated, laying in bed, looking at Facebook. Did this ever come up on your news feed on Facebook? Because it did mine. I never saw it. <laughs> I've never seen. That's it before. where it came up. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> I remember the story, thinking, "Paul is what happens when you have expendable uh, or disposable income and buy shit off of Facebook ads." <laughs> Which I I rarely do, but that was one of them. I'm trying to think if I if I've ever done that. But, I don't think not from a Facebook ad. But I just find it funny that you talk about Elon Musk and and uh, so much, and they just assume by my profile that they try to dig a little bit of information. I mean, go, this guy's gonna be easy. We'll just we'll throw this up on his newsfeed, and then bam, He's, and then it was like it was wasn't even a challenge. But I love that this is the the big one is not like, even it's not even the first one you bought. No, this, it, the first one you bought was inadequate for this space. <laughs> to them, it was like shooting fish in a barrel. They said, "Oh, this guy's gonna buy one of these. Watch this. Oh, he bought two. Oh, he." <laughs> You know somebody got like a, 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 a shift bonus or something because you bought two. So I bought that one, which is on the other side of this wall over here. Yeah. And I put it up there and said, it's not big enough. I think they got a bigger one. And now what? That's about the perfect size. It's almost like this was made for It was that. made for it. Yes. It, right. it definitely fits the space perfectly. So the question would be, what am I going to do with the other smaller one? I have no idea. I, I have. It's n- not going to go in here. No. Yeah. We, you should, maybe you should just, I don't know. I don't know. Leave it for keep it for your home, right. for your like your 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 upcoming man, a man cave. I hate that term. It's terrible because this is now a man your, cave. Your I'm home going, bar. Really, is, I've had a shop and a place to work on shit my most of my life. I don't not have a, a man. Man, cave. it's not a man cave. Right. Let's just get away from the women. That's where it is. We're gonna have a sign that says "No girls." Is that what we're gonna do? Yeah, we should put a sign that says "No girls allowed," but you flip it around and it says "All girls allowed" or right. "Only girls allowed." Yeah, we should have one that says "Only girls allowed." There you go. I like that one, and we'll be checking. You're perfect. Imagine what it'd be like up here having a cocktail, standing up, and there's some event down there. Like we, we talked about having a – can't really talk about it right now. Remember we talked about having a certain event? Little, little event, yeah. Yeah, and having maybe 50 people. Yep. Wouldn't it be fantastic to be up here and just be looking down there? Just looking down on them. Having, just, just get washed over with a sense of I am so much better than those people. People – we should have a couple of microphones just kind of on and just kind of record, but not really tell anybody, just kind of record the event. I'm pretty sure that's uh, creepy and not um, at all a good idea. Okay, let me change my, my premise. Like, it, it was a good idea because <laughs> – it was a good idea in theory – until you pick it apart just a little bit. All right. Well, we need to do. <laughs> I didn't have to. You have to go very deep to pick it apart at all either to make no, sure. No, you it was really not. didn't. Well, the thing is, is that you and I would have honorable intentions when it comes to shit like that. Right. Most people wouldn't. Okay. So. But then you, I don't know. Do you want to know? Like, here's what, the ultimate what, what thing. Other, what do they say? What other people think about you is none of your business. That's true, and I I I, I believe that, and I, I don't care. So that's good. What would be great is if everybody knew there were some microphones around. But they were cool enough about it to where they didn't really alter much of what they said. Maybe. Maybe turn the microphones on after everyone's sufficiently drunk. Right. And then it sounds reasonable. And then and it could be just be a podcast 
of just you just hear things being said over here over in somewhere over there and it's kind of funny you hear glasses clanking people laughing a movie's maybe started or not or i don't know yeah it might become kind of interesting background audio i like that yeah you know like a party background audio i don't know maybe it's dumb I don't know, it could be a good concept, but it's, it's worth it's worth giving it a shot. So I have a little uh, present for you and me, Joe. Oh, do you? I do, because, I mean, cause it's, so I'm going to walk away. People are going to hear me. I have to go grab it, okay? It's not really a present, but you'll you'll, you'll really appreciate it. Okay. It's, it's, in, it's in celebration of the new space. Oh, good. Okay. I hope so, it, is it a, is it a nude photo of Betty White, a recent nude photo of Betty White? Is it a since, is it a photo of any woman over the old age of eighty? Since we're at higher elevation. Oh, he's got the oxygen tank filled. Yes, sir. We can. We oh can no! Right Holy shit! <laughs> so, folks, our newer subscribers, you may <laughs> you may not remember this, but one of our first few ep- first few episodes, we would huff oxygen. Paul has an oxygen tank because of uh, flying gliders, right? You get up to altitude and all that. Right. Um, also, the way you have that uh, perch there, please don't do that. That is incredibly dangerous, and you can get fired from the hospital for doing that. <laughs> wouldn't, be- wouldn't you be so lucky? If it, if it, yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's uh, very dangerous because it's if not- you if it falls if it falls down, it's under so much pressure, it'll shoot off like a rocket. It might. It will. It might uh, not. It it, it 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 will. I okay, promise. Fine. So. Anyway, I have oxygen for us. It's been a while, right? It has been a while. So, folks, what we would do is just huff oxygen, take hits of oxygen, and it it feels great. In case you people don't know, and I talked to Randy Aker about this. Who's uh, whoop? He didn't, you know, but he, he asked about our podcast, and I said it's uh-huh. just, he might not like it. I don't know, Randy. Who knows? But I did tell him about the oxygen stuff, and I said, I'm telling you, that shit kills a hangover. He goes, Yeah, you're damn right, it does. The military oh, yeah. knows this; they use it all the time. They absolutely do. Yeah, yeah. and so and anybody in healthcare knows that as well. It's it, right. it, it what you're you still have alcohol in your system when you're hung over and mm-hmm. it's your body body still processing it more efficiently and, and it, you know. because alcohol is oxidized that's how you your body uh processes it it's an aerobic uh process right so i'm, so, I'm gonna take a little hit joe and because i can right let me take a picture of you hitting it right what see my face is bad right now can my, i can I have my face behind this yeah your face is fine no it's not you ready go wait oh yeah you get a good hit i'm holding it whoa <laughs> okay cheech i can't believe i can't believe we're doing this again what, what do you mean what it's do you so fun i forgot i just forgot we about had, it we had to do this again it's been too long since we've done it oh that's sterile oxygen yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> There you go. Hello, folks. I'm back. Here's what's weird, though. What? Is, is is that? <laughs> what's really weird is <laughs> is that bottle uh, was in my glider a while back. Then I pulled it out of there, and went, and then we ran out of it. That pulled out of my trailer of my glider again, and then there's oxygen in there. I'm thinking, I don't remember refilling this. I thought you did get it refilled. I thought you got it refilled after you told me that the new FBO here in uh, here at the airport. No, I haven't. Is doing fills. He, no, he is, but I haven't. That's fairly new, and oh. I, haven't, I haven't taken that to him. Gotcha. So I don't remember, which doesn't mean it didn't happen. I don't remember taking that to get it filled. Hmm. But there's still more. You didn't run it out, right? There's still more no. in there, right? It's, no, I just put the. I just 
barely cranked it on. I didn't want to. kind of not trying to blast the right. blast my throat open. Not trying to get the dog effect out of a car window. No, no, I don't. Anyway, I was moving things around and I saw the bottle and I went, "Wow, those auctioneer! This needs to happen for the new space." Yeah, I thought for sure it ran out. Yeah. So what would be really nice if you get a couple masks and a splitter, right? And then we'll just. Well, do you have a? Don't they have oxygen bars? Yeah, like in Vegas. Yeah, we have one here now. Where? Uh, I don't know. It's on Flight Line Drive. <laughs> oh, here, here, I here, you meant, here, here. Thought here, like another one like here, in Paul's Hangar here on Stockton Hill Road or news, something. No. So I can yeah I can get a couple masks or a cannula. A couple whatever. cannulas. Yeah, the the masks are better because you can clean them out better and they don't go in your nostril. But like the cannula would be nice. It, uh, well. Because you know, yours, is it every 10 seconds no. it gives you a, a little shot? Well, on, on mine, what it is, it's called a mountain high system, and it, it's really, it's pretty high tech. What it is, is you, you have it, just not not the mustache cannula, but it there's little things in your nose, right? Yeah. And you can turn it on to where it just does light oxygen, f- tiny bit of flow the whole time and breathe in your nose. Or what's really cool and doesn't use much oxygen at all is that it, it only, it, it registers, it senses air pressure on, on the cannula. So when you breathe in your nose, mm-hmm. then it gives you like it turns on. a little puff. It yeah. goes, goes, and that's it. So it only turns on and gives you a shot when you're breathing in your those nose. Those are noisy, though. Yeah, but they're not. But they're, but they're more efficient. Yeah, they're really efficient. It. One yeah. of those bottles will last you a whole season if you're a glider pilot, if you if you use it right. If you're dipshits like us, it'll be one podcast. Right. Let's get super But we should have, like, bad-looking oxygen, like, cool-looking oxygen masks, like World War II or something like that, that our guests <laughs> can try on. You know? And then we get pictures of them with a thing. That looked really kind of cool, actually. I, I I do like this idea. Yeah, so I'm gonna grab that for me because you're holding on to it like it's. Like I, I don't want it to fall over either. Yeah, I was just holding on to it. I, I, I lean up at the it's one of those things. When I first started working at the hospital, I worked in the respiratory department, and part of my job uh, was to go around and make sure, uh, grab the empty tanks from each unit, and uh, take them out to the empty storage lot area, you know, behind the hospital, and then and restock the oxygen, and th- those. Areas are not random. They're they're put they're, they when the when they design the hospital, and the, the 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 layout of the rooms, they put oxygen storage in a very specific spot so that it's the least dangerous area. That's why when you lean it up against the wall, I was like ah da, 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 da. right like a rhino uh, in the fucking fire. Like it's just innate. Now I did learn that I can get uh, I can go with um, I can fill my own tanks. Actually, and and I, but I asked someone about that. I said, yeah, but that's not you need like a medical grade for this kind of stuff. And they said, here's what's funny is that someone works at Praxair that brought this up and said, there's no difference in this oxygen. They don't have industrial grade and the medical grade. It's all the same shit. So, yeah, you can do it. You can get a big oxygen bottle for industry. Yeah, and, and then you, you can fill your own fill tanks. Yeah, I don't know if that's legal or not to use if you're using it for yourself. But I said, are you sure? And he said, there is no difference in the oxygen that comes out of those. Was that Mr. Senna? No. It was, no. Some, it was someone oh, else. Okay. It was someone else that I know that was here recently that's been around aviation and military and Well, this, he just and works at Praxair. Yeah. No, it wasn't. No, th- this was a different Praxair ah, location. Ah, gotcha. And they, again, they were military stuff. And they said, there is, there's just no difference. It's certified medical if there's this. But I don't know if aviation, I should know this, if aviation oxygen is supposed to be something different. But if, but, so. if, but, but if you service a place, if you're an a- aviation place like ours and you service oxygen mm-hmm. then you have to have the certs and that kind of stuff of course yeah but if you're just filling your own tanks if to go flying for personal stuff yeah same with cares. same with propane yeah they, they make fittings to where you can fill the little tiny you know the little one pound bottles like yeah. the camping bottles yeah they they make a you know a 
doohickey, I think is the proper term. Doohickey. The yeah. doohickey. Yeah. Uh, to hook onto the a adapter. five pound tank or a twenty pound tank to fill those, just like you would at a gas station, mm-hmm. but they're using the two thousand gallon tank or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same principle, just smaller scale for your home, but you couldn't do that to sell. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, so I may do that because we had um, well, and he, he can fill oxygen here also. I had a couple of the glider guys go to the new FBO and they got uh, topped off. And they said, "Yeah, it's not really cheap. I mean, it's not expensive." And I said, "Well, what, well how much was it?" And like usually it's like fifteen dollars, let's say, but he charged maybe twenty, and I'm going, oh, whatever. It's not that bad, <laughs> and it's I mean, very convenient. Yes, I'm like whatever. Well, just so you know, folks, if any of you out there ever do uh, are guests on the podcast or come out to the studio and visit, you will get a hit of oxygen if you need it. Yeah, and it's it is a good. I do recall having an actual hangover and going, I'm just going to do this. And yeah, it, it kills it. It does. It absolutely does within minutes. It's amazing. The combination of a either a banana bag, or, you know, like the IV bag with a, your potassium and your uh, magnesium just to replace all that stuff, plus the normal saline and oxygen, your hangover's gone in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Gone, gone, gone completely. And we're talking the worst Ozzy Osbourne-type hangover where you're just shaking, you can't even speak, is gone in, in 30 minutes. So the question is, is us huffing this oxygen legal? I kind of don't care. <laughs> I mean, we're, we breathe oxygen. We're just getting a concentrated shot of it. Right. It's mostly nitrogen that we're breathing, but it's not your body's not doing anything with it. Yes, I'm aware that it's mostly not, the atmosphere is mostly nitrogen. I'm just saying we. Right. We. It's a. It's out here it's right not now. A, it's not. A, it's not. A it's con- out there. It's not a controlled substance. Now, if you had a prescription for an for oxygen, absolutely. But that's that's a stupid healthcare thing. You have right. you have a glider. You can just have it. Yeah, what would it be? I've never been told that getting my license, like, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a written exam and FAA exam and all that. No one ever said, oh, if you're flying your aircraft at 16,000 feet and you're breathing oxygen, you can't, oh, be sure you only do it then. You know, don't, you cannot yeah. huff this oxygen while you're yelling at the control tower <laughs> when, right, when you just, take off. Like you're getting all high on laughing gas, but it's really just oxygen. And you're right. just trying to survive. Right. So I ne- that never came up. I think it'd be kind of. I want. It'd be kind of cool if you got some nit- uh, nitrous oxide. What do you think about that? That would be illegal, but that would also be funny. <laughs> it's not like the cops are going to bang down the door. Everything that's illegal is sometimes funny. A lot of things are illegal are funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But, but the point is, there are oxygen bars, like in Vegas, right? Can't you just go there and breathe? Yes. Don't they have those? Done. Done it many, many times. Okay. Absolutely. All right. In fact, we used to have a place here in town that did it. It's actually where the health food store is now. Oh. Yes, I know a lot of you folks out there are thinking, where, how would Joe Fellers know where the fucking health, health food, food store, store is? <laughs> uh, no, but it, it used to be a juice bar, and they had like three or four stations that you could just pay for like $5 for like 15 minutes and okay. get different flavors and whatnot of your for your oxygen. And, and yes, they have them all over Vegas as well. Okay. Hey, let's take a break. Okay. All right, we'll be back. One man, what happened to her plan? She was gonna be an actor. 
knows every line. Breakfast Club, pretty in pink, even St. Elmo's fire. She rocked out to Wham, not a big Limp Biscuit fan. Thought she'd get a hand on a member of Duran Duran. Where's the mini skirt made of snake skin? And who's the other guy that's singing in Van Halen? When did reality become TV? Whatever happened to sitcoms, game shows on the radio? So I, I turned 40 this year. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? I'm going to say something. Julia turns 30, right? That's correct. Uh, shout out to Mike Nunez. Hopefully he's only listening. Hope he, hopefully he's okay li- uh, hanging out with old ladies. Right. I mean, she's, you know. He's he kinda, just turned 30, though. Like, he already turned 30. Yeah, but, you know, it's she's a woman, and she's you know, going that around, the, around the corner. She's around the corner trying she's to find like, a younger model. Eggs getting older. Preferably a model. Eggs are getting older. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just, whatever. Like, what, what a biological clock is ticking but like I, this. <laughs> I will say that, um, that my... Alice, my stepmother, I talked about this. She goes, you know, my 30s were my... Looking back, my 30s decade was pretty fucking stellar. 30s decade is where I feel like I kind of figured shit out. That's when you do, yeah. Yeah, and that's... You kind of got your shit together. Yeah. You you, got to kind of work it it out. It was kind of like, if I don't get my shit together by the time I'm 40, I'm probably never... I'm just going to be a piece of shit forever. So I might as well figure it out. Have you figured it out? No. No, I'm like about... I'm 2% better than I was six months ago. Like the 2% milk? Yeah, like 2% milk. I don't know where the rest of it. <laughs> That's a joke from Parks and Rec where they got Andy. Is it Andy Dwyer's a character? He was kind of doofus, not very smart. And he's got this. He's like, here's a list of things that I haven't figured out yet. Because he's like turning 30. And, you know, one of the main characters, Ron Swanson's like, son, we don't need to talk about this. No, no, no. He goes, I don't know who Al Gore is. And at this point, I'm afraid to ask. I <laughs> I once bought a new car because I lost my old car. I parked it, forgot where it was, and I just let it go. I have no idea where it's at. And then he he says he just drops off. The, he just listing random shit. random things that he's never figured out, and like he's like two percent milk. I understand what two percent milk is, but I don't know what they did with the other ninety eight percent. Like just shit like that. So anyway, well, uh, we talk uh, age real quick. Hold on just a second. Okay. So I remember what affected me a lot though when I turned twenty five. Alice again, my stepmother, who's who's uh, back in Atlanta now, uh, or still back in Atlanta, that uh, she said, well, you know, 
you are now officially a quarter of a century. And that bothered me <laughs> when she said that. I went, holy shit. Because, like, yeah, one more of these, she I'm got a half a century. Thanks, and then, Alice. <laughs> and now I'm over a half a century. <laughs> yeah. But it was a quarter of that kind of, then the 30s. When I hit 30, that's when I really thought, too. I got I got to really start. I was, it was kind of, my shit was kind of together anyway, right. more or less. But I thought, I got to really dial it up a little bit to make my mark and whatever the fuck I'm doing. And that was in my 30s. Plus, I was. That was when Atlanta uh, uh, was in its heyday of all the bar hopping and Buckhead and all. It's now gone. It's all high rises and stuff. But that was that was a good chunk of years. Uh huh. You know, and then not much more after forty, I moved here. Forty mid forties, I guess. Mid to late forties. Early to no. Early to mid. <laughs> <laughs> you, you all right there? And See, I'm and I'm here folks, now. The mind is the first thing to go. But now I feel good. we talked about this because there was a lot of shit that I had to get taken care of the last number of months and years. And now, as you pointed out, it's all happening rapidly, getting Very taken quickly. care of. And now I'm just looking at it going, oh, God, but I'm 10 years older when this whole bullshit started and I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, hopefully less stress, uh, uh, less stress is, is helping. Right. But it makes me think of the years because that's what that's where you're going with this is you're coming up with this anniversary sort of stuff. That's well, going on. It, and then think about how many years now between someone said between when the space shuttle started to now was the same amount of years of when then was to World War Two. I don't know. You start doing yeah, those weird timeline comparisons freaking you out. It's it, like, what? It doesn't the fuck? freak me out because I don't get worried about that because I, I don't I never had any fear. Like I was excited to turn 30 because mm. it was a big party and had mm. a bunch of my friends over and I turned 40 and I turned 40 in. You know, in Hawaii, having a good time during COVID, by a couple so there friends you go. Chad, right? <laughs> and uh, like I, I don't worry about that stuff, but that's also a kind of a privilege that I think that men get. Well, I don't worry, but it's like yeah, it's not. It, it was kind of like I never thought about how many years from the end of World War II to the '80s, right? And now we're from that time period in the '80s to now. But see, I like I'm <clears throat> one of the one of the one of the the, the one of the few things that uh, I've uh, good habits I picked up from you. <laughs> <laughs> Was you picked up a good habit from me? I did. I'm listening. Of of uh, of not looking back too much. Oh yeah, looking forward more. Yeah, I. That's kind of an automatic thing with me. It's kind of it, weird. And I wish it was an automatic thing with me because I have to consciously do that. However, I like looking back on things, and I'll tell you what's really helped me. Not, I like looking back on things and just kind of getting a chuckle out of how things have changed, mm-hmm. because I I am one of those what they call an elder millennial. Um, you know, so I was born. Millennial. Well, no, that's what. Or the the best term though is geriatric millennial. <laughs> okay, geriatric just means on the older edge of the average that's all that 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 it's like an older edge of the average so if your average age in the united states is say 50 geriatric would be 50 and up but we've heard it enough in context like geritol and but the but the opposite of that is pediatric yes it's the it's all that's all it is it's just a scientific term but you when people think of uh, like i'll refer to all these fucking geriatrics here or when i'm talking about a bar you know it's like oh the geriatrics have left it must be 330 you know and that's so if you're a but pedophile, a con- if you're a pedophile, can you be a gerophile? You absolutely can be a gerophile. <laughs> that is a thing. Okay. Oh God, there are people that are there are people uh, that just end up, yeah that. yeah. I mean, there's there. I'm, I'm I'm and I'm thankful for those ladies that are into old men. I'm gonna say I'm, <laughs> I fall into that category. <laughs> oh God. When I was your age, we used typewriters. <laughs> I used Windows ninety five in nineteen ninety five. 
Tell us how it was. It was terrible. Yeah. Tell us, it was terrible. Actually, Windows 95 wasn't bad for us. Windows 95 was a huge jump from 3.11. Yeah. Uh, all right. So anyway, go to this thing that so, you, well, you found. Uh, my dad told me this tidbit years ago, a long time ago. And I said, Dad, when did you feel old? Like, when did you? And he said, do you mean physically? And I said, well, not really. And he goes, you know, you, your body starts to creak and ache. And then one day you get up and, like, you don't feel right until you stretch out a little bit. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I said, what about, you know, he goes, well, when when they start celebrating anniversaries of events or things that you remember happening with the, when they happened. Right. That's when I started realizing my age. Maybe not feeling old, but that's when he started feeling his age. And uh, I remember that it was uh, it was 2006. Okay. And the reason I asked him was specifically, or rather, no, I asked him prior to this, right before, and then within two or three weeks, it was January of 2006, which was the 20th anniversary of the Challenger explosion. Ah, uh, so. And so that's what I made. I was like, oh, shit. I barely remember that happening because I remember watching the replay on TV because I was almost, I was like turning five years old, but I barely remember it. But my dad was always about watching, sitting me down watching the space shuttle launch on TV, which is why I watch as many of the SpaceX launches, even though they're boring and commonplace now, which yeah, is what happens. so it's frequent. Still, it's still fascinating to me, and I sure. just love it. So, And that goes back, you know, 35 years or whatever. So um, that's when I, that was the first thing that I remember. There was a big event that I remember the anniversary of. And then I now, like in 2000, 19 they were talking about the berlin wall coming down i remember that i remember hearing about that on the news mm-hmm. and how and my mom and stepdad and my dad explained to me like this is a huge deal this is something that our entire lives we've lived with and you're not really gonna have to live with it the rest of your life this is over it's a right. big it was a big thing the fall of communism and all that in the pro- well, and, process and, and, but something how old are you if you if you were born the day after 9 11 how old are you now uh uh n- not quite 20 fine so, so like going on 20. So a person, the person almost now can be, can go legally drink alcohol and they never were around when 9-11 happened. That's almost. correct. Like Porsche. Which Porsche, is fucking crazy to me. The spawn is turning 21 a month from yesterday or day before yesterday, right? Right. So in July. She doesn't remember 9-11. She doesn't remember, she, she's, it's a little skewed because there was a couple times where she flew solo that they would let me or her mom go and pick her up or my mom, you know, on the other end, things pick, pick, you know, meet them at, in the terminal, terminal. give you a pass at the the gate gate, rather at the gate. Can't do that shit. Can't really do that commonplace anymore. You cannot really do that without special exceptions and a security escort and all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another thing too, is I don't, I know you probably remember it. I don't remember smoking on airplanes, but I remember, uh, I can remember airplanes still smelling like smoke when I was flying when I was a little kid in the 80s. Right, because they didn't clean them all out yet. Right, and and I remember flying on an older plane, and Portia goes, what's this thing for? She was probably six or seven years old, and I'm like, that's an ashtray. She's like, for smoking? And then she opens it up, and then you can just smell like the stale <laughs> cigarette smoke. And then it's she, still in there. She, I'm like, I, I, she goes, do you remember smoking on planes? I said, no, I don't remember it at all. She goes, this plane must be really old. I'm like, thanks, kid. I appreciate that. <laughs> But but there's those those things are like oh it, it, it's it, to me it's not a nostalgia thing right. sometimes it is like right. when I hear something like I talked about her album a, a few months ago Dua Lipa one of the more like more recent pop artists yes she was raised by uh you know her mom's a composer and did and did composing and producing work on a lot of uh, dance songs back in the 80s and 90s 
she's about 30 right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and her dad was a dj in the european like dance scene for like 20 years so she was raised on that she put out an album that is modern but all the underlying samples and all the the beats and everything like that sounds like an 80s or 90s like club hits and it's a phenomenal album and for me it harkens back to that nostalgia hearing that stuff right same thing with like um my mom heard uh uh she asked me oh god they're from michigan too dan was gonna be pissed i can't remember greta van fleet you ever heard of these guys yes yeah they sound like led zeppelin they sound they sound every bit as good as led zeppelin like fucking spot on not not exactly the not the exact same because the guy's voice isn't exactly robert plant but pretty fucking close Mm -hmm. that's a throwback to that stuff and it's really cool to hear guys that are like 21 22 under 25 years old doing that and just fucking killing it my mom's like have you heard of these guys? Apparently they're from Michigan. They're blowing up. I'm like, yeah, they're really, really good. So my my mom's having the same experience, but just like 20 years, uh, 20 with a 20 year gap, right? Where she's hearing this mo- or 40 year gap, I should say, for her, of hearing this stuff that sounds like stuff that when she was, you know, 18 to like 25 years old, mm. sounds like. But these are modern, like grandkids, you know, of her, her kids, her kids or grandkids' age, right. which is pretty cool, right? I think that's a neat thing. But if you if you look back with uh, with regret, that's unhealthy. But looking back is kind of cool. Yeah, and there was a there's a scene in uh, yeah you can look back and kind of think about it. But it was uh, a scene in after Poncho's. Uh, speaking of Pon- Poncho's, very content here in the new space. Poncho's loving the new new temp controlled space. Yep. Um, there's a scene in uh, at Poncho's after it burns down in the right stuff, where uh, Chuck Yeager and his uh, wife uh, uh, Glennis is are um, walking through the rubble, mm-hmm. and. Um, and he's not saying anything like he's very but but she says uh you know i never liked being a a, a wife of a test pilot whatever she says but i but uh, something in the effect of but if you ever turn into one of those guys like the remember when guys or the looking back on the good part whatever and that's all you're doing because because i will i will run i'll run so fast and so you will never, never catch, catch me, me. I do remember want, that. Want, like, which uh, i've always kind of listened to that too and remember that and I, I don't look back not because of that, but I know what she's saying. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that just live in the past. Well, there's like the the Uncle Rico syndrome is what I call it, like from yeah. uh, Napoleon Dynamite, which we watched here at the Hangar that mm-hmm. one time, mm-hmm. where he lives out of his van. No problem with the van life. Mm-hmm. I'm not not shaming anybody for that. I'd do it live. now if I could. Absolutely, <laughs> uh, no shame in that. But he's living out the van. But all he can is like back in high school, I could throw a, a football a quarter mile. Right. If uh, coach would have put me in at that last game senior year, my life would be totally different. All he can do is just remember that heyday. If you peaked in high school, buddy, I feel bad for you. Exactly. I feel real bad and for you. And a lot of those people that were the most popular, the most this, they did peak in high school. A lot of those people that yeah. were, some of those that are, some of them move, went on to do great things too. And but. The, and the sad, but the sad thing is, is that they'll look back as those were the glory days. Yeah. I looked, I had a lot of fun in my, like in high school, especially once I moved out here and had a little more freedom and, Met some new people, kind of reinvented myself a little bit. And then after that, I ha- had a lot of fun. I have a lot of great memories from my early and mid-20s, you know. Uh, and I look back on those things fondly, but there's sometimes I'll hang out with folks from from back then that they're that was the best time of their life. Yeah. Now, granted, Dude, you've those, got, you've those got decades are, ahead. You, you should really figure it out yeah, and work yeah. on what you're going to do next kind of thing. That's why I think you should always have some kind of goal. This space was kind of a small goal to get right. it done, you know, and looking something. It gives you something to look forward to. Musk talks back to him again. He says, you've got to get a reason to get out of bed in the morning. You have to be excited about something. 
you got to get a reason to get out of bed and be motivated to and, do whatever it and is. And sometimes maybe your life's purpose is to figure that out. And you may not, you may spend your entire life trying to figure out what that purpose is. Yeah, and that but and that and inherently becomes the purpose. Yeah, yeah, is finding that, and that's where you get uh, a lot of mysticism and uh, Buddhist monks and things like that, where they're like, "I'm on the quest to figure out what my purpose is," and then once you realize, okay, maybe the quest is the purpose for that person. Deep stuff. Yeah, yeah. for and, sure. And then some people are um, kind of, I would say they're put on the earth for a certain reason, but it's obvious they're in the right place at the right time to make something happen and what, figure whatever out, it is. Figure out what it is that they what they want or yeah. what or what they what uh, what they should should be doing, so to speak. But this is important stuff. It's like, but again, when I was saying about the nine eleven thing, there would be uh, like there would. This is the part that would freak me out a little bit, okay? Because if, if I see a 21-year-old, I have no idea how old they are, a younger female who's attractive or talking, chatting it up, oh, I'm 21, and then I, I start doing math, and I go, this female was not even alive when I saw the buildings collapse. Right. And now I'm talking to her like I'm going to get somewhere. But should you really use <laughs> 9-11 as that, that staging point? I yes. Guess. <laughs> oh, okay. I, you're, I guess you are an airplane guy, <laughs> no, so that's, I get it. I uh, here, oh, this is such a bad thing too. That's all us airplane guys were doing is figuring out exactly what kind of aircraft it was, what kind of fuel load it probably had. Oh, I'm sure I have. No, I, it's fucking crazy. It makes perfect sense. But that, no, that you that, guys that, would do that. That's not. Well, that is an easy marker right now. It because, absolutely is. Well, it also changed a lot of things right. worldwide. Because we go to bars, right? And so kids aren't really hanging out in there in general. So someone that's drinking is going to be 20. So that's kind of happens to be right now the marker. You you kind of have to go, oh, shit. Yeah. No, right. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, and there was a friend of mine who uh, who I've told this before on this podcast probably, but he who started, he was 21 10 years ago from this area. And uh, he's going, God, you know, it kind of, I think he came into cellar door one time we're all in there and he had just turned 21. He goes, He's looking around. You can tell he's a little bit out of place. He didn't never really went to bars, and he was younger, trying to sneak in like we all have done. Right. So he was just kind of doesn't really know what to do <laughs> in the bar. It was kind of funny, kind of cute in a way. He goes, God, it just a little precious. Bless his heart. It just feels really, cause it's just feels really weird being in a bar now. And I said, you know what's funny? It feels weird not being in a bar to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do if I'm not in a bar. By the way, I'm going to my <laughs> AA meeting after this. <laughs> It is stuff like that is interesting. Well, I'll tell you, and stuff like that, like the like uh, you know, you're talking to a, a, a like you said, attractive female. She's 21, mm -hmm. and this can go both ways. Like, uh, well, not that she goes both ways. That's not what I meant. It goes both ways. Male, female doesn't matter. But in this mm -hmm. case, we're both being straight. We're talking we're about straight uh, males talking about females. So, uh, attractive female is 21. You're talking to her, and then and then you, uh, then you you could let that get into your head and mess with you. Yes. Like years ago, I had a friend of mine. Uh, who uh, had said, uh, I told him, I was like, yeah, I've been hanging out with this woman. She, this was five, six years ago. It's a co-worker of mine. And we have daughters that are about a, about the same age, about a year apart. Okay. And uh, I said, yeah, I was seeing this woman. And, da, 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 da. and he goes, man, I don't think I could, I don't think I could uh, do that. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I don't think I could date someone that's uh, closer in age to my child than they are to me. Now you start putting it that way. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got into my head and it messed with me for way too long. And then somehow I just Did part of your like, brain fucking... melt at that point. Well, I brought point. it up to him and he goes, dude, you're still carrying that around. It was probably two <laughs> years later. And I said, yeah, man, like I, I respect my elders. He's about 10 or 11 years older than me. Like he's kind of in between our ages, mm -hmm. between you and I. Mm -hmm. So I look up to him and he's, you know, he's raised four kids and he's like, he's just really like 
like solid a, like guy. a solid guy. Yeah, and he's been married for thirty years almost. And uh, but then again, I re- that's he goes, dude. I've been married for thirty years. I don't know jack shit about dating. I like I just said that off the cuff, and I I, I feel bad now that you've been carrying that around in your head. But I said, you know, it is a it's a you have to you you have to temper attractiveness with compatibility and those two don't always go hand in hand oh they don't because you're you know I, the whole guidance thing we talk about half your age plus seven okay that's that's just a guideline but that's it kind of makes it's sense kind of a stupid guideline it kind of makes sense though because if yeah. you're it's like you think cursive is stupid fine <laughs> i don't think it's stupid i don't think i think it's a it's an it's a it's not a useful skill set in this day and age it's I a think nice it's, thing it's, it's a nice touch it's it's i think it's wasted it teaching it in school it takes up the time where you could be teaching science, mathematics, technology, industrial technology, fucking construction, I think, welding. I think they should teach philosophy and beautiful I, art I, calligraphy I, as well as technology. How you about could have, that? You could have it as an ele- have calligraphy and cursive as an elective class, <laughs> Grandpa. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> but it's a but it's a no. But you but you said it. No, it it, it it's a it's a it's a lost art like of letter writing and things like that. Okay, here's the first real distraction. Three. Little birds flew in your hangar. That freaked me out. There's the third one. So, folks, these giant windows that we've got in here now in the new studio, uh, they uh, I can see birds. I'm waiting for the first bird to, to, smash to just too. bonk and do it. it. It will happen. Wait, um, did, they, oh, they're leaving. One left, and there goes the other one. Thank God there's two that are gone. Oh, there's a third one. Yeah, birds stuck in here late at night would freak me out. I don't, um, like, I don't like birds. And there, he's on the ground now. Make it out there. But anyway. All right, so, so, so uh, but there, I'm talking in generalities here. Uh-huh. It is very, very, very unusual to be dating someone who's 21 if you're 40, 50. Absolutely. Or whatever, to have it work out because there's, there's, there's too much different generational stuff. There's too much information, too many events that have happened in between your memory and their memory that, that correct that, or their lack of memory and your full on memory that it, it's it's rare it rarely works. Right. If you want to just fool it, around, that's different. Right, that's different. But an actual and, and I've you know I've dated around younger and older mm-hmm. and the only only like twice did I date someone who was about ten nine to ten years younger than me, two times where it had the potential to go someplace because we both had similar similar upbringings similar taste in music similar taste interests and so on and so forth uh like regardless of our of our age like the mm-hmm. age gap kind of didn't matter those things close the age gap it's never going to be the same because right. like well like you said uh, to use 9-11 as an example like the uh one woman i dated several years ago she remembered 9 she remembered 9-11 the same way i remembered uh, the, Berlin, the, the no, the Berlin oh, Wall falling. Okay, because she was like eight, seven or eight when nine eleven happened. Right, and I was nineteen or t- I was twenty when it happened. Right. You know what I mean? So like, it, there there was that gap there, you yes. know, or that, and you were young. But we, it, it, having similar interests and similar mindset and being raised a certain way. Uh, or in similar fashion, close that gap. But you'll never close it completely. No, and and it then, is tough. It's it, extremely rare. Yeah. And and I would have the same like like I kind of was dating a woman a few years ago who's like at the time she would have been fourteen years older than me something like that. She's uh, yeah she's around your age she's like fifty five or something mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so that gap did not work out well between the two of us either because she was 
and I hate saying this, but she was like old upstairs, like mentally. She was just there, old. There and, are, and there, there's, there's a huge difference there too. There are people that are because I've met people that are few years younger than me that act way older. And I'm going, holy shit! And just, then, but then I start questioning myself though. That's I turn it back on me. Going, I love it when you do that. It's about I am every such a stupid, immature. Fart face. Like, am I the weirdo? Am I the weirdo that's still going out and doing this and socializing? Like, no, no, no. It's and, all them. And I refuse because, to. And I refuse to grow up. And that's just. And how? Why do I have a repair station? Except you're one of the most <laughs> mature, put together people I've ever met. So, like, about, I don't know about but that. But you get in your own head when it comes to shit like that, and then you start overthinking it, and then you're like, Nah, you know what? Fuck everybody else. I'm gonna do what I want. Right. And that's why I say old. When I still call, I'm like, Don't be such an old fart. That person could be younger than me. They're acting like an old fart. Like yeah. they're just I'm like, oh, I'm just setting my ways. Really? You're 35 and you're setting your ways? Like whatever happened to the beginner's mind, man? How, like, how, how old are you when Kennedy was shot? Ted Kennedy was shot? Ted Kennedy was shot? <laughs> it's so, that's fucking, that, that movie's great. That, the movie is great. It's so quotable. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a, it's a strange thing getting older and looking back, but not, I, I don't really have any regrets it's one of those things that i'm really pretty good at at not carrying around regret i i have, I have a couple i have a i don't have any relationship regrets i have a regret with with uh, i'm glad i'm here i'm glad i'm doing Whoops. whoa what i'm doing that's like when uh when uh when in the movie uh um god damn it when jack nicholson drops the gun they're at the bar looking at each other and he leans over and you hear a clunk and it's a leonardo dicaprio oh, uh, uh, uh the departed yeah there you go i was gonna let you come to it and they're just talking back and forth and he and, and he just drops the gun and he, and and he's he just, like oops and he picks it up and, and, and he's and like he, 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 he didn't know what it was just he, clumsily because yeah, like they're he, talking about like, it's a very tense conversation mm-hmm. they're having about power struggle within the organization and this gun goes bonk <laughs> on the floor anyway um where was I? I don't know. Yeah, you do. <sighs> I honestly don't because I blanked out for half a second. Uh, I think we're going to come back to it. Yeah, we'll come back we'll to it. We'll figure out. But, anyway. But let's just, by the guidance of of that stupid guidance, half your age plus seven to you would be 27. Half? Uh, yeah, that would be 27. That, that in the, on this... F- basic in, guidance yeah what they're saying that's more or less the, for a the youngest you could get away a relationship with and have it kind of work and for a relationship right which is the thing that it's like if you're just fooling around who cares right if your parts fit together and it's consensual and everybody's having a good time and you have that understanding right and then you know what you never know maybe that 21 year old or 25 year old or whatever who's a, a maybe maybe way too young for you is going to work out the other thing goes like it goes the other direction too. Like I've met people who just they, they were the young person and were surprised in the in the relationship, like way younger, mm-hmm. and they're surprised that it's actually working out. I actually have a, a good friend of mine right now who she's in that that situation. She was talking to me about it. She's like, "You've dated younger women before," and I'm like, "I have." So this guy is a little bit older than you, and I'm this age, and I'm like, so she was really. She goes, "I'm just afraid of what my dad's gonna say because it's like kind of one of my dad's friends." I'm like. If my kid came to me and said, listen, I like this guy. We fit well together. Da, 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 da. And she came to me and she was honest. I wouldn't have a problem with it. She's also a mature adult. And I know her dad fairly well. And I know her dad has the same kind of pragmatic sensibilities. He's not going to like just like rack a fucking round in a shotgun and tell his friend to leave. Sure. Because it's not like his it's not like that guy is just trying to nail 
his friend's daughter because guarantee you a true friend is not just going to try and nail your daughter and then and then act like things are going to be hunky-dory right you either are in it a hundred percent or you're never going to be friends with that guy ever again that's true that's and that's that's, that's one thing you shouldn't and that, should not do that unless it's going to be kind of shouldn't yeah. because it looks predatory it looks like you've right. been maybe grooming them because you've known her since she was 15 or something like that the only way that could ever happen and it, in work i don't mean work as in the long run it would be like if they are, you know, a little bit older, but they're still, you know, your daughter's age kind of thing, and then something happens, and then nothing's really said about it later. It's like, you know what, that just it happened. It's it's a well, it that's happened, a big, it happened. That's a big age gap, and then they've been together, you know, for ten years at that point or whatever. Right. And that's what I told her. I'm like, like, yeah, there's all these all these things that you're like trying to torpedo it, but that's just you're getting in your own head. Right. But what if it works out? Well, if it the guy's out, it already out. gone through a divorce, raised raised uh, one kid in the process of raising another kid. She's incredibly mature. She's not a go out and get drunk twenty two year old or whatever. Not go out and get fucked up, throwing up, partying all the time, doing that, sleeping around. She doesn't want to do, which is fine if you want to go and do that stuff. Your twenties are when you're supposed to do that stuff. She doesn't want that. That's like her brain's just not wired that way. She's wired like she's forty five years old, and in that case. That that w- has a potential to work. Right. Now it's a new relationship, but like it's just funny because it's topical to what we just, uh, what we were uh, just talking about. So, uh, or I was rather, it's topical to what we're talking about now because I was just talking to her about this maybe two months ago, mm-hmm. and I check in on her. I'm like, hey, how are things going? And she's like, they're going great. Like my dad said, hey, you guys should come over and play cards. And it was like her and her stepmom and her dad's friend and her, which is her and her boyfriends, you know, it's like a weird situation. I said, you're, these are little things you're just going to have to work out. You were going to have to work it out anyway. And if anything, it's made easier because your dad already knows him right? and knows he's a stand-up guy. Right. So now dad skipped over being weird about it and was like, she's like, this is cool. This is a, it, it's one of those, you have to look past, Oh, he's my friend. What the fuck is that? To, is this a mature guy? Is this a guy who's going to fuck my kid over my person? I care about over, they're going to do this, you do that. And if all the answers to those are basically no or you're agreeable to those, then it's just like anybody, any other boyfriend. It just you're already on step 10 of 30 of getting to know this person. Now, I don't think I ever actually dated. I mean, act, you know, real dating a woman who was uh, really young, meaning meaning outside, let's say outside of the half your age plus seven. If I just were to think about all the yeah. people I dated, I think they were all within that, that oh, age. Yeah. They weren't younger than that. There was a... I told you there was this one girl, as it turns out. Oh, my God. Uh, Are you sure you want to talk about it again? Well, I, I guess I... Well, Statute yeah, of limitations has worn, out, worn off. But she it, also lied to you. So She like, did. Yeah. I'm not going to ask someone's ID. Anyway, she and she's acted a little bit more mature. She would come over to my house, and we would hang out, and we went out on dates and stuff, and I took her shooting and, yeah. and um, watched movies and hot tub and stuff like that. And it turns out I was 35 at the time, and she was 17. <laughs> Sorry, people it's, out there. Well, you know what though? Like, if you know, if you don't ask, and you, and I can't remember how it came up. Like, you don't, you may not know. You, but like, I freaked the fuck out. I thought she was at least like in her twenties, right. easily in her twenties. Yeah. And she told me, and I went, I don't believe you. I don't believe. I said, I really, you know, she thought, well, I wasn't gonna tell. I wasn't. When? When? How long was this gonna go on? And then I'm starting. Now I'm going right to. Oh my God! Do you live at home? How, how, what does your dad is your do? Dad for gonna, was your dad gonna? Holy! I mean, I started losing like my her mind. Dad's a cop or something like that. Or like, oh my God! <laughs> but then, but then, and at some point, I just said, we're, "We we can't. We're done." You know? Yeah. And then, I, then which I, I'm sure broke then her I thought up to myself. 
now here I go with this. Wow, now I'm going to say we're done. She's 17. Where's this going to go? Yeah, no shit. Now am I going to get, you know, what, what, how is this going to end up? <laughs> Holy crap. I, I was, dude, I was losing it. I've, I thought I was going to, I've been I don't know. freaked out. I've had, I had a similar situation happen, which I won't go into any details, but she was significantly younger than I thought she was. Right. And it, it, uh, I'm just waiting for... I have, like, two friends of mine that I still am in contact with that will probably remember this girl. But she was way younger, and I did the exact same thing, except I just I pulled over. Because I had that little... You did not know how old she was? I, I didn't know how old she was. I thought... She, I presume she was at least 18, because I was only, like, 20. Oh, well, that wasn't... And 18 that wasn't, to 20 or that wasn't 21. 35 no, to was, 17. She, but she was like, yeah, but it's a lot more illegal than what I did, because I think she was, like, 14 or something. Oh, but yeah, because I live close to the middle school. Yes, but I as soon I was like, so I see, I, wa- I see you walk I, like, do you live? But in your the honor, middle? I live close to the middle school. All right, and case, case dismissed. Yeah, no shit. Oh, well, it's okay, folks. He lives by, <laughs> the, live middle by the middle school. school. What are you gonna do? No, it's like walking by the convenience store with all the candy every day. I was, I, oh god. <laughs> so you see, your honor, I built this van to live out of, not to do. No, it, <laughs> no, I had that little two seater red sports car, you know, and I was right. like, I was. I was literally like cleaning it, just finished cleaning it. You know, I put a coat of wax on it. It was in the afternoon, and this I'd seen this girl walk by multiple times down my street. And uh, was she parading? She was not parading. No, she was walking to and from school. Oh, <laughs> but I didn't. I'm gonna, Your Honor, I'm going to call that parading. I innocently, didn't. Yeah, but she was think walking to school. It. No, no, oh, she God. was parading. I. But she's like, oh, that's a really cool car. And then she came, I was like, yeah, you want to come check it out? So I'm telling her about the car, and she's like, my dad has a. Uh, has this car and this car and da, da, da. like and her dad was like into MGs and MGBs and stuff and mm-hmm. um and so we talked about that a little bit and she's like do you want uh, can we can I go for a ride I'm like sure so we went started driving around the neighborhood and so I'm so I just like opening up the conversation I'm like do you uh so I see you walk by my house all the time like do you live in the neighborhood she was like yeah I'm like where are you walking to like a friend's house and she's like no it's to and from school and I immediately turned around and was like <laughs> dropped her off back at my house and she's like why are you mad I'm like I'm not mad. I'm not mad, but you are you are not old enough to be riding this card with me. I thought you were like 18 to like 20. I thought you were around my age. And she's like, well, and she was kind of upset. But the funny thing is, is that years later, maybe six or seven years later, I end up working with her at the hospital. Oh, and she came up to me. She goes, do you remember me? And I'm like, you look so familiar. And I can't I can't place it. And she's like, remember the girl you gave a ride to in your car? And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, how are you doing? And we became friends. She's since got married and moved on. But she's like, I looking back on that, that was such a terrible idea. Right. For me to do that, because I got into a car with a guy who I didn't even know. She didn't even know my first name when she got in the car. Mm-hmm. We just lived in the same neighborhood together. And Jesus Christ. I'm so glad that I saw her later on in life because yeah. now, now I can run for office. Because <laughs> I feel like that's well, like this, the only hang-up that I have in my youth that would come out. When I broke it off with a 17-year-old, <laughs> um, it was at my house. I said, we're not this, – this, we, we, can't, we can't do this. And she goes, I think it can – no. There is, there is no – and I, I didn't even have – there was nothing in my mind that – that was even thinking or hoping she was attractive. No question about it. Right. But there's nothing in my mind that was like, oh, maybe if I do this or sneak around. That. It I was it was it black was and white, truncated with a fucking axe. Boom. I didn't like even, like like yep. when like when what's his name in Braveheart took his axe on the fucking and table. On the table enough. Boom. And that was it. And I said no. And she lost it. I mean, she just she was inconsolable for a long in my house, just crying and couldn't. I could not. She couldn't even drive home for a while. And I'm going. 
Was know, it like, because she didn't have her own car? <laughs> <laughs> no, her car was in the driveway. Oh my god! But I said I can't. I'm I'm sorry. I can't, but you can't. Yeah, you can't. What did you? I, I just have to ask. What were you thinking? How was this going to? Where did you meet for, that girl? for you? I don't even remember now. I honestly don't remember. That's what I wonder. Like I like I don't have an excuse. I just like I understand now. Like, but I was just so naive about it. I didn't yeah. even I didn't even think about it. Oh, my friends, yeah. they fucking gave me so much shit. Right. Because they would still see her. Like I'd be outside. We all be sitting outside smoking cigarettes, drinking beers, whatever on the patio. And she'd walk by. Hi, Joe. And like hey, and like hey, Joe. <laughs> like like hey, are you guys gonna go to the Sadie Hawkins dance? Like just being fucking assholes. <laughs> like your friends are supposed to be. Sure. God damn it! But but then years later, one of my other friends, like that, that is one of the ones I'm still in contact with that would would remember this. And when he hears this podcast, he'll bust up laughing. And his first thought will be to text me. And then the second thought's going to be, I probably shouldn't because the next thing I say when he told me, I'm glad I got together with someone who's way younger than me because I can raise my wife. <laughs> and he got together with her at 19, and I said that, and he 19, I think he was 28. Mm-hmm. 27 28 and i'm like that's the worst fucking thing i think i've ever heard a man say about another woman and he goes my dad taught me that and i'm like yeah your mom and dad have been divorced for how long and he's like yeah that's a good good point so he was just talking shit he wasn't being serious because sure. he's not that guy but the funny thing is is now that he's uh approaching 40 and she's uh like approaching 30 she should be like 29 or something like that mm-hmm. 20 or no maybe she's like 30 they, they must be like nine year gap but anyway it's funny how things have reversed she's got his shit on track and keeping him straight on the straight and narrow path and like hey eating better and doing this hey we're, i'd like to stay with you for a long time maybe you could be a little more healthy eat some greens every once in a while you know because he was the i eat meat yeah. and i eat potatoes and maybe and you can start it. earning a little more money so when you die I can so maybe, i can right <laughs> i can yeah, have more no fun shit. without you <laughs> Oh, age and nostalgia. Well, oh, geez. oh you were going to... Are we... Uh, oh, you, you were going to say a couple examples of movies or something you were... You yeah, I was going to bring that up, but we're kind of... I'm hot oh. and it's uh, we're uh, gone over a bit. So yeah, we're in a... All right, that's it. We can save that for another time. We will. Indeed. We will. So, so that's it, folks. The inaugural episode. Of the upstairs... Of upstairs studio. The upstairs mix-up, not the, the downstairs mix-up. Not mix the downstairs mix-up. We have an upstairs mix-up, which are, our heads are mixed up. The, no question. All right, folks. Enjoy your week. Thank mm-hmm. you.